helping you plan for a successful retirement and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Yada, 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 yada. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, I'm sorry. Phil, Phil George That's and Bill Davis here. Legal the, warning. The Aging Hour, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. We're always making fun of Disclaimer yes, Guy. Are. Absolutely. Hey, he's a nice guy. He pro- he, he is a nice he's, guy. He's okay. He, uh, but you know what? You know what my mom used to uh, tell me? Don't What's make that? fun of people. Don't say. Right? He just said, oh, always say something nice. Exactly. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything, don't say at, anything all. at all. So she would always say, if you have a problem with somebody, like Disclaimer Guy. Sure. Um, you say, well, I think he plays piano well. Oh, well, there you go. Isn't that nice? Even if it's somebody you don't like. Well, I think he plays piano, and he probably loves his mother. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah. He probably does play piano And very people well. are wondering, what are these guys are talking, talking about? about? It's the aging hour. It's got nothing to do with the disclaimer guy, but or we pianos. do that for the FCC, for the bar, for yeah. you know, all, you know. all sorts of good people. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions brings you the aging hour. We talk about aging. We're talking, which we're all doing. Exactly. We're all aging. We talk about uh, Medicare, Medicaid, um, estate planning, yeah. um, life Those planning, trusts, like probates, that. all sorts of good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you have a, a suggestion for uh, a topic for a future show, we always would love to hear from you. We got an email address: radio at safeharborlegal.com. That's radio at safeharborlegal.com. Mm-hmm. You can always call Phil at three six zero seven four six seventy one sixty nine. Phil. George, elder law attorney, yes. counselor at law, oh boy. and um, all around good guy. And do you, do you play piano? Uh, no, okay. I don't. Right. I play the well, trombone. I'm, just, I'm scratching yeah. that in case in case you and I, uh, you know, one day have a big fall, we have a fallout <laughs> right. and we don't like each other exactly. anymore. I can't say you play piano. Well. No, you couldn't. Right. You couldn't. What uh, what's on the list today? So we got some good ones today. So three good email questions have come in. First one is, I'm single. Are estate planning documents still important? I think I know the answer to that uh, one. I think you yeah. do, too. Yeah. Second one is, should I live with my kid? No. <laughs> Third one, how can I increase my retirement income? And then, of course, the fourth one is my favorite. We're getting to the wrap-up. Yeah. Increase mm-hmm. my retirement income. Yeah. Well, go back to work. Go back to work. Okay. Get off my lawn. I am so <laughs> I am so full of simple solutions yes. today. Here's our first email question. Been listening to your show for a while, well, and I got a couple of questions for you. I agree with most of what you talk about. <laughs> I like that. I'd like to see a percentage <laughs> exactly right. of that. Uh, yeah, I agree with uh, you know most of what you you say, but the issue is that I'm single and I don't have any kids. Hey, lucky you! <laughs> you won the jackpot. Sorry, there I go again. I don't. I don't have kids. Phil has two. Yes. I don't uh, mean yep. to disparage children, no, but no. I never had the paternal bone. I, I, I understand that completely. Never and, had. It. You know, when your kid gets you up at four thirty or so in the morning, you're thinking you re, you want to yeah, reconsider okay. your decision. Reevaluate. Absolutely. Okay. Um, this uh, this person has some family in the area, but mostly nieces and nephews, not particularly close to any of them. I thought about getting my affairs in order and even started down that path a time or two. But I always get bogged down when I start thinking seriously about you know, who am I going to leave my assets to and uh, who would I name as my agent? Is it important for someone like me to get their legal documents done? What do you do if you don't have someone that you can name as your 
agent. Well, the first thing I'd say, just spend yeah. all your retirement. Absolutely. Don't leave anything to anybody. Last check bounces. Z- zero yes, balance. That right? should be the goal. Okay. That should absolutely where, be the Where goal. do you want to start with this So a uh, little bit of recap here. So yeah. this, this, this person, I don't think we know if it's a guy or a gal. So this, this person, they are saying that they're single and should they even bother with any kind of retirement planning? Uh, and the answer, of course, is, is, is yes, oh, but yeah. you know, it's, it can be a little bit harder. So, okay. yeah. Uh, so, uh, single folks, they yeah. plan, what, what are the Absolutely. issues they're facing? So, oh. it, you have to plan differently, right? If, if you're a married couple, you automatically have somebody who you can name as your agent. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's going to be your spouse. Uh, if, you have, if you have kids, then you have people that you can name as, as your backup agents and, and your kids. So, you mm-hmm. have a, kind of a ready-made team. If, you know, if you've ever heard the, the, the saying, you know, it takes a village to raise a kid. Well, mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like it takes a village to uh, to die, yeah. right? To, yeah. to get your affairs in order. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that village ready to go, then then what do you do and where do you go and, and, and how do you find those people? And and usually that breakdown is is between, you know, what is the difference between the people that I'm going to put in charge of my finances? Mm-hmm. And then what's the difference? And then what does that look like for the people that I'm going to name as far as my healthcare folks? Oh, okay. Go? So have, uh, they may be the same, yeah. but you may have to have two different. Exactly. Okay. Right. Let's talk about financial agents. Yeah. What what do they need to be looking and, for? And, and so usually, and you're right. If if you're talking about your spouse or your kids, then usually they're the same person, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're a single person and now you have to go and, and find somebody else to do this, a lot of times it makes sense to do these things separately. And so mm-hmm. when you're looking for a financial agent, you're looking for somebody who is who's responsible, somebody who can who you trust with your money, somebody mm-hmm. who's not going to be overwhelmed if it comes time to pay your mortgage or pay your taxes or, or, you know, uh, negotiate on your Mm -hmm. behalf when it comes to any kind of nursing home or anything like that. So there's a lot of trust that has to be done there. Sometimes that's a professional. Um, so we do some of that work at at my law firm. We, uh, we act as people's professional fiduciaries in that capacity. Um, professionals, they're good in that, you know, they've done this before. They've got mm-hmm. a whole system set up. They know how to pay your bills. but They don't but, have an emotional attachment. Exactly. They're, not, they're, they're but, totally but, divorced But that's from kind that. of, too, if you don't have somebody who has an emotional attachment, somebody who doesn't really know you, mm-hmm. right? One of the benefits of having your spouse and your kids is that, you know, your spouse and your kids, you know, maybe they know that... Uh, that every Thursday you like getting right. a lottery ticket yeah. or, you know, something. They know something about you. And mm-hmm. so the hard thing about professionals is that it's it's kind of a cold relationship. Sure. And so if you do have any kind of distant family members or something like that, maybe there's, uh, you know, a niece or a nephew who's in banking or there's, uh, you know, a cousin who's... Uh, who, who works for the IRS or mm-hmm. something like that. Maybe that would be a good idea too. But usually it's professionals and, and distant family mm-hmm. members if you don't have any immediate family yeah. when it comes to uh, finances. Uh, health agents, what's the best thing to look for there? This one's a little bit harder, right? Because at this point then, it's not just somebody on a calculator. It's not a bean counter, right? Just right. paying a bill or something like that. You're talking about somebody who is 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 actually really affecting kind of your quality of life, mm-hmm. uh, right down to how warm your little toes are are in the middle of the night, right? And, and again, if you've got, if, if your agent was your spouse or your agent was your kids, it's relatively easy. They've got that built in care for you and Mm -hmm. they want to make sure you're okay. You you probably wouldn't want to go the direction of a a professional because they're right. It's a cold relationship. They're divorced. And like you said, they don't know that your toes want to be warm. And 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 if you, if you do decide you want to go for a professional, you want to make sure that you start that relationship early, Mm -hmm. right? It's not good enough to just pick somebody out of the phone book and say, okay, I want you to make healthcare decisions for me. You want to find somebody that you can sit down and 
interview with, uh, somebody that you can create a relationship with, that kind of thing. Okay. Another thing you can do with this when it comes to healthcare decisions and somebody that can act as your advocate and as your agent is you can use uh, friends and neighbors and, and churches and things like that, hmm. people that, that uh, might know you a little bit from... Uh, from well across the road, or somebody that uh, that you go down to the senior center with, or what I've found here, and this is something that I'm working with a few different churches in town on, is churches are you un- your church and the people in your church are uniquely qualified to kind of play this role. Mm-hmm. Uh, traditionally, they you know they've played this role in communities, helping people during times of crisis, mm-hmm. and so it just it makes a lot of sense to you know um, to work with your church on that, and maybe sometimes churches you know they they have a department. Um, that we've built that, that can help people mm. make these kinds of decisions. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, maybe you also, you know, leave the church a little extra something when you, yeah. when you pass away, just yeah. kind of to I'll make things square. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so. I'm glad this person reached out to you. you yeah. Single, no kids. Yeah. And wanna, uh, they yeah, want to yeah. go ahead and start their uh, planning now. Uh, yeah. I assume if anybody else is single, no right. kids in that situation, right. uh, it's pretty important. Absolutely. Started, it's, right? it's probably more important for a single person to get their planning done than it is for a a married person. And don't get me wrong. It's incredibly important for a married person to get their planning done. Mm-hmm. But for a single person, there's more at stake. You don't have a backup. If something yeah. happens to you, then there's there's no there's no spouse to pick up the pieces at that point. It, it's it's pavement and and governmental programs. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, nobody wants to fall through that without any kind of safety net. And so getting these things done sooner rather than later is incredibly important. You have to start planning soon with these things. It's one of those situations. Part of it is, yes, it's good to have a good plan in place. But again, if you're talking about somebody that's going to come in and potentially make healthcare decisions for you, somebody who, who needs to know you, then you start, you need to start having these relationships early so that, so that people know what's important to you Mm -hmm. so that they know so that they know what you want to have done. And so starting early, getting this planning done for a single person is absolutely imperative. Peace of mind will follow, it sounds like. Absolutely. Uh, if you'd like to talk to uh, Phil about that, still doing the one-hour free sem- yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, uh, consultation, yeah. uh, you can uh, email Phil, radio at safeharborlegal.com. You can call Phil, 360-746-7169. It is never too late to uh, start planning, especially never if you're Never too single. late, you know, absolutely. Uh, up next, what's up? Oh, we got a good one up next. It's a good email question. Should I live with my kid? Okay. Uh, we'll, uh, I know what your that. answer is to this. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll talk about that uh, in our next segment on the Aging Hour, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, right here on KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. 
Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Welcome back to the show, The Aging Hour, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Bill Davis, along with uh, my good friend Phil George, elder law attorney, counselor uh, at law as well. And counselor at law. Yeah. Okay. I've always heard that phrase, counselor at law. Why is is it at law? Because it's not counselor at couch. Okay. Makes sense. There you go. Simple solution. Uh, If you got a question or a topic uh, for Phil, uh, the email address is radio at safeharborlegal.com. Radio at safeharborlegal.com. You can also call Phil, 360-746-7169. Let's talk about uh, living with the kids. Let's do it. Uh, We got an email here. said, oh, been a long-time listener to your show. We've got two new nickels today. Nice. All right. Nice. Shiny, shiny nickels. I'm going to be able to retire shiny. one day, and I'll come to you with my nickels. <laughs> yes. Uh, with, uh, oh, by the way, you yeah, know something? Before yeah, I get into the email, sure. you know the band Nickelback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which never gets any respect. Ever. I found out how they got their name, Nickelback. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys used to work at a Starbucks huh. uh, when the band was first starting out. They yeah. didn't have a name, huh. and he, when he would give change to people, he would say, okay, uh, here's your Nickelback. <laughs> and one of the guys said, hey, 
That's a good name for a band. Let's do it. So it was uh, Nickelback. I had no idea. That's interesting. So this person's been a long-time listener of the show. I appreciate all the info that you share every weekend. Uh, I am writing this question on behalf of my friend. Oh, is this one of those trying to find out for a friend? Yeah, uh, sounds like it. Uh I'm sure. It's okay. She's a single lady in her mid-70s. Her husband died about 10 years ago. She's got two kids. One of them lives out of state. One of them has a big piece of property in Ferndale. Now, Mm -hmm. recently, um, her son in Ferndale has been approaching mom about moving moving in with them. He's got a mother-in-law apartment on his property that he'd been renting out, and he mm-hmm. thinks it'd be a great place for mom. My friend is somewhat hesitant to make the move. She's still healthy and active. She likes living on her own, doing her own thing. She's also uh, a little afraid that if she moves uh, into her son's property, that she's going to be forced into a position where she has to be... Uh, like a, a like a living nanny, exactly. You know, like, like your babysitter. Take care of the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, my friend wants. To, well, I love that. She doesn't. She don't want to do that <laughs> at all. Those rugrats away would? from me. Uh, and by the way, for all the grandparents out there, uh-huh. I am not anyway. Right. You know, <laughs> I, I I don't know how you do it. I You're know right. you. I know yeah. you. You've got a, an early uh, a newborn. Morning. Yeah. And I yeah. I don't know how anybody babysits or nanny <laughs> fies them or anything. <laughs> I would just drive me insane. Anyway, my friend wants to know uh, what the benefits would be of moving in with her son. And if she did decide to do that, um, what could she do to make sure everything goes smoothly? Right. All right. Hands right. off for me. Yeah, no, no. It's all, it's all for you. So mom's getting older. Mom's yeah. getting a little bit older. Uh, she's got a couple of kids. One of them has a big piece of property up in Ferndale. Uh, that person that sounds like they might have a couple of kids themselves and they're probably thinking to themselves, her son, this is, Mm -hmm. oh man, I need to get mom in here. So, uh, so we can go on date night. At least that's what I'd be thinking, hmm. right? And yeah. So, well, hopefully or, he wants. Hopefully he wants the best for his mom. Oh, too. I'm sure. But I'm one sure. of the added advantages yes. would be absolutely would be nannyfied. Well, and there yeah. are you know there are a lot of different studies that come out and saying that one of the things that is really good for seniors as they get older is to spend time around. Uh, multi-generational people. And so yeah. that goes from, uh, you know, the toddlers all the way up to, you know, people their own age. And mm-hmm. so the more exposure they have to that, the better off they are. But this is one of those situations where, you know, you going to well, do it? D- uh, does it make sense? Um, to sometimes, do right? Sometimes. Well, you know, I, I veered away from my favorite word there. It depends. Okay. Right? When does it depend? So yeah. it depends yeah. on on kind of what's going on. It, it can make a big difference. So let's say mom has a, a, a low assets or okay. low income, right? Mm-hmm. It can make a lot of sense. if Or if the, the kids are low asset or low income, and that way people can kind of pool their money together and they can... They can get a bigger house, they can get a bigger piece mm-hmm. of property, and they can come together like that. That doesn't really sound like it's this situation. Okay. Uh, you have to get along well with your kid. Yeah. Right. And probably more importantly, you have to get along with their spouse. Mm-hmm. Right. This is one of those situations where if you are going to dump everything you have and move in with your kid, you have to be incredibly careful here because if you're not, right, then six months after you sell your house and move in with your kid and his spouse, and then all of a sudden now you and the spouse mm-hmm. can't stand each other, where are you going? You know, at that point, uh, yeah. you, you always talk uh, about, uh, especially when people are doing uh, yeah. estate planning or life planning, they're talking about their house. Yeah. You know, if they have trouble with stairs, they, they need to have a single, so a uh, single level house. Right. I would assume housing is important Absolutely. here too. Make and, sure and the mother-in-law suite's going to fit Exactly. For her. Well, and you know, this, this won't work if, if they have a tiny two bedroom house, you know, and, and no yard, then yeah, this probably won't work. Yeah. The house needs to be big enough to accommodate, you know, two separate families. And ideally there would be two 
two completely separate living situations, whether it's a mother-in-law uh, house or, which do you know in England they call a granny flat? Granny flat. I like that. Yeah. I do too. Mm-hmm. I like it. Or, or, you know, it can be an upstairs, downstairs, kind of a, you know, a daylight basement with a kitchenette mm-hmm. or something like that. But having the house set up properly is is really important to making this thing work. Okay. So, you know, we just finished talking about uh, when it would make sense uh, to right. live with your kids. Yeah. Uh, when, when would it not make sense? Yeah. And I would say... Yeah. Always. <laughs> wait, wait, you know what? I would <laughs> no, say it probably wouldn't again. work well for you. If you're no. too independent, right? This, if mom's just has yeah. that wide independent streak mm-hmm. and she's thinking there is no way in in, in heck that I'm going to do that, then no, it's not going to make sense. You don't want to okay. force somebody to do it. Right. And obviously, if you don't get along with your son, if you don't get along with their spouse, and just like we were talking about, it's kind of the, the reverse of what we just talked about. If the house is too small, if it's yeah. not set up correctly, anything mm-hmm. like that. The, you know, moving in with your kid can be a disaster. You uh, let, let's take uh, let's take the glass half full. Sure, sure. Uh, right now, yeah. uh, are there any kind of benefits uh, you think about for someone to live with the kids? What they Absolutely. would get out of it? Absolutely, there are benefits. One, you know, you can pool you can pool assets. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, we talked about that a little bit. If mom is a little low on income, is mom if mom's a little bit low on assets, uh, or the kid is, then you can pool assets and you can get a nicer house, more space, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there. There's, there's a real benefit, like we talked about, for people to be around, um, you know, uh, multi-generational mm-hmm. people. So being around your grandkids and things like that. There are really big benefits for long-term care. Mm-hmm. So if mom gets sick and actually needs to get on to Medicaid, there are specific Medicaid rules that make it much easier to protect mom's assets and get her onto Medicaid if she's living with her kid. And so um, there's a lot of benefits for mom. You've you've mentioned this before on a, a yeah. previous show. Uh, you said something about a two-year rule, yeah. and I think we probably should address that. Sure. Go back to that. What is yeah, the yeah. two-year so rule? So the, the two-year rule basically says that if, if mom has been if mom's been living with her son for two years and because of that, uh, because of living with her son for two years, she's been able to stay out of uh, like a nursing home setting, mm-hmm. um, then mom can actually gift her home to her kid without oh. any kind of penalty. Okay. And so it's a really good way of sheltering assets then yeah. if, if you actually fulfill all those. And there's lots of benefits for the kids, too. I was going to say, conversely, what about the yeah. children? Yeah. So, again, you, you you get to spend more time with mom or dad. That's incredibly important. Uh, it's easier. So if you do find yourself in a position where you have to be a care manager or a care provider for mom, it's always much easier if mom's right there, right downstairs, than rather than having to drive across town. Yeah. And there's also the benefit, and this is something that sounds really good to me right now, of just, you know, letting mom take care of the kids for yeah. the evening so you can okay. go have a date night or something like that. Yeah. Um, anything you can do to make it more likely oh, that you will have absolutely. a successful living with absolutely. the kids arrangement? This is one of those situations where you can't just go into this thing with a bunch of little handshake agreements yeah. and nods and things like that. The best way I've found to actually make this thing successful is to have the the, the adult parties sit down together. So have have mom sit down, have the son sit down, the son's spouse, uh, and the brother uh, so that everybody knows what's going on here. Everybody can kind of figure out what this is and then put together an actual written agreement. Yeah. Uh, define boundaries. Um, say, you know, uh, how when you can have people over, what's, what's the quiet time. It's like living in an apartment complex or living in a dorm you have to define these things you know who's responsible for putting away their own for their dishes you do do you put away your own dishes that's Mm -hmm. you know who's cooking dinner uh you know how often or is mom going to take care of the kids 
all these kind of things become very important between mom and the son and the spouse, but also between mom and the brother, right? The brother has a vested interest in this too, because what happens with mom's assets, right? Yeah. If if mom is going to be, let's say, paying for paying for rent in her son's house or something mm-hmm. like that. So so the brother has a vested interest too in saying, okay, well what happens to to mom's estate there? Uh and and am I gonna get left out in the cold if something ends up happening? Mm-hmm. So having all of those parties in place is the best way to make sure that when the time comes, there aren't going to be any hard feelings that you can actually you can actually succeed in this kind of situation. I, I could see uh, mom uh having an agreement saying, okay, I'll watch uh, I'll watch the kids uh uh, three times a month. Sure. Now, if it, if we go into overtime and uh, four and it's four times a month, right. I'll, I'll give you a good rate, son. <laughs> uh, <laughs> absolutely. Say, should they just call you? They and, should. And, uh, absolutely. Talk to you about this it? is one of those things you don't want to leave it to chance. And obviously, if you are the son or you are the mom, you have to have your your estate planning and your life plan in order in order to make this happen. So make sure that you tie a nice neat ribbon around this. Give us a call three six zero seven four six seven one six nine. Come on in, have that free and consultation. I'm happy to talk to you about this stuff. Next up on uh, the Aging Hour, we're going to talk about increasing one's retirement income. Yes. That's up next uh, here on the Aging Hour, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions on the Mighty 790 KGMI. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. What's the single biggest financial threat to a successful retirement? Uncovered long-term care costs. The average cost of care in a nursing home in Washington State is $10,000 per month. Even a good-sized estate can quickly run out of money with those kinds of costs. You need care, but you don't want to leave a bill behind for your family. So what if there was another way? What if you could transfer onto governmental benefits so your spouse wouldn't have to spend down all their money? What if you could give your family all the tools they need to get you out of a rehab facility and recovering in your own home? What if you knew you would never become a burden on your loved ones? All of this is possible with a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Don't let a lack of planning steal your retirement or your loved one's future. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can give you a dignified retirement and give your family peace of mind. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. 
That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Once again, as always, we uh, thank you for joining us here on the Aging Hour. It is brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Phil George, elder law attorney, uh, with us as always. And, um, oh, and by the way, just in case you didn't know, we're also here tomorrow. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, every Saturday and Sunday. Yes. uh, At 1 o'clock right here on KGMI. And by the way, if you cannot make it uh, to either day, um, we have uh, a number of places where you can go to find these episodes. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So uh, we have podcasts that are available. So now, Bill, when we talk about this, we've talked about it before, you aren't stuck just listening to us every Saturday and every Sunday at 1 p.m., mm-hmm. even though those are good times to listen to yep. us. You can listen to us whenever you want. And so if you want to share any of these pearls that Bill and I drop every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. and and give those to your friends or family or, or you know what, bring us to the party and play us over the loudspeakers, yeah. absolutely. This is a good way to do it. Go to our podcast best way to get our podcast is to go to my website mm-hmm. www.safeharborlegal.com uh, that's www.safeharborlegal.com scroll down just about uh, three or four inches and you'll see a list of of all the all the past episodes and mm-hmm. you can even search them by keywords nice. so if you want to see uh, how often I've said turd or <laughs> or or rutabaga truck yeah. or 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 meat in the trunk or anything yeah. like that you yeah. can find all those great episodes so hmm. uh, there we are right there on the old interwebs at uh, safeharborlegal.com yes with the dub 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 thing yep, uh, yep. in front of it okay uh, next email question we have here I'm turning 62 next year and I'm really starting to worry about my retirement I never really spent much time thinking about the future or planning for retirement. But as we've always said, you can only start from where you are right now. So no, uh, no, no judgment. Exactly right. No judgment. Uh, I've been working at the refinery in Ferndale most of my life. I've had access to a retirement account, but haven't really taken advantage of it. Now, once I turned 60, I started thinking more and more about retirement. I would like to retire at 65, but I really don't think I'll have enough money. And this person's kind of ashamed to Mm -hmm. go and talk to anyone about it because I haven't saved anything or made any kind of estate planning. What should I be doing? Are there ways that I can increase my income in retirement? And as we said, no judgment here. And you don't have to be ashamed of this at all. A lot. I think you'd be surprised that the majority of people I would really say the, the vast majority bill I would say that probably that number approaches uh 65 to 70%. They're just they're yeah. just thinking oh I'll have social Absolutely. security I'll be fine. Yeah. You know, well, that, that's and, and people just don't think about it. They're thinking about okay I got to get up tomorrow and I got to go to work and mm-hmm. I got to get up tomorrow and I got to get to work and oh yeah it's Friday and I get a weekend and then oh, I got to get up on to you know and then and you're it's not just thinking a, too much about exactly the, the you're the not really thinking too yeah. much about the future. So this person wants to retire 65 Absolutely. Yep. uh 
uh, and uh, they uh, do. Uh, apparently, yeah. there is a retirement account they can absolutely uh, you know advantage take advantage right. of with their they business. They haven't yet. Should they yes. be starting right now? I think yes. I know that answer. Absolutely, it's never and, too late, and again, it? it's it is absolutely never too late. The sooner you start, of course, the better off you're going to be. If you can start retirement planning in your 40s and 50s, then you have time to really affect a lot of change. But it's never ever too late. And mm-hmm. and you know what? At the end of the day, you you are where you are, right? Mm-hmm. And you can only affect change from from right now. And so starting this kind of thing right now and and getting out and and starting this planning is is it's incredibly important. And so if you start now, you're going to be a lot better off than if you wait if a couple you, more if you years. Didn't start. Yeah. And believe me, this is one of those these things I see all the time like I said. Well, this most person, people don't have anything in place. This person's 62, they want yeah. to retire at 65. So they yeah. got three if they they may not be able to retire. Yeah. You know, may, maybe they'll have to go to 67, yeah. but they'll have time right. uh, to do this. And right. obviously now is the uh, the best time to to start planning. Yeah. Um so let's point this person in the direction, how sure. can you affect your sure. increasing income later Absolutely. in your retirement? And so this is one of those things where, you know, first of all, you know, how much income are you going to need? And probably one of the best things you can do here and what I have folks do is is I have them sit down with one of the uh, financial planners that I work real close with and, and we just run your numbers and we say, okay, given how much you do have in savings, given how much you might get from Social Security or pension or whatever else, given, you know, kind of what your, what your monthly expenses are, you know, what do you need? How much do you need per month? And so mm-hmm. that's what you kind of need to do first so you can get kind of a, a target. This is where you have to be. This is what you have to hit. Yeah. And once you have that target in place, once you know what you have to hit, then you can talk seriously about how you can affect income. And income for most folks, uh, at least the income that you can affect once you get to be 62 or so, you're probably talking about Social Security. You're probably talking about reverse mortgage. And mm-hmm. there might be a couple other ways too, but those are the yeah. primary ways that you're going to affect income. Okay, let's talk about Social Security. I'm going to give you a personal uh, viewpoint from my perspective. Uh, Everybody knows I I turned 70 this last year, which when you hit 70, at least for my group, it may be 71 or 72 for others, uh, that's where you maxed out where you'd get the most Social Security benefits. I decided to take it at 60. Six. Right. Uh, some people I know took it at 62. 62, right. obviously, is a lower amount. Right. 66. And the reason we decided to do that, Lisa and I, was we figured out how much money we were going to be leaving on the table right. between 66 and 70. Right. And it, I think it was, I don't know, 80, 85, 90,000, sure. whatever. And I thought, uh, then we figured out I'd have to live to be like 83 or 85 right. to make up that difference. So we thought right. it made more sense. To go ahead now, yeah. Now I'm seventy and I'm healthy. I kind of, in, in a way, yeah. I wish I had waited <laughs> yeah. till seventy. Yeah. But it, it wouldn't have made a huge amount of difference right. in in what we uh, we take home from Social Security. Right. But those are some of the the qualifications Absolutely. and things you got to think about. And I think you're exactly right. And kind of going through that mental math, what does that look like? And and I've and so the average. I was looking up these numbers the other day as I was going through and and putting the show sheet together for today. And the average, so the average Social Security for somebody at sixty two is about twelve hundred dollars a month. The right. Average Social Security at 66 is about $1,700 a month. Mm-hmm. And the average Social Security at 70 is about, so is it it's close grand? to 2000 It's yeah. like 1980 or something like that. Yeah. And so that's what you're really looking at there. And and I understand the argument that people have. And they say, oh, well, if I start taking at 62, then you know I'm going to have earned so much money by the time I'm 70. Most of the folks that so... We talked earlier that, that probably 65 to 70% of people just haven't done this kind of planning. A lot of them because they just, you know, maybe they're a little bit embarrassed about it. 
what I find is that that's kind of a false argument for a lot of those people. And what I mean by that is that, you know, if, if you're the kind of person who just puts your head down and goes to work and stuff like that, mm-hmm. odds are you're not going to be saving that money that you, the extra money that you're going to be making between 62 and 70. Right. Odds are you're not going to be collecting that extra money and investing it uh, religiously and and reaping the rewards of it when you're and 70. We, we made a rule in our house when we decided yeah. to do that. We said yeah. we're taking, you know, the, uh, the, the money that we're not going to leave on the yes. table, we're going to make sure... Uh, that we invest yeah. or do something and not just, you know, yeah. go luxury. And, and you have to, yeah. right? You have to. If you're going to make that worth your while, you have to be a very conscientious uh, investor. But if you're not, and I think that one of the things you have to do when you start your planning is to get a real clear look of, and uh, no, look in the mirror. Tell yourself, you know, what am I going to do here? What's realistic? And if it's not realistic that you're going to be uh, a really good investor and you're going to be real religious about getting that done, then the longer you wait, the better off you're yeah. going to be because yeah. hitting 70 and having $2,000 a month as opposed to hitting 70 and only having $1,200 a month That's a big because difference. it's a huge difference. And especially if you, you know, if you didn't go through and actually save any of that yeah. money ahead of time, you mentioned reverse mortgages, yeah. which uh, don't, there's probably pros and cons. There are. So reverse mortgages are good for some people. Now they, these used to be dirty words, right? These right. People would talk about reverse mortgages and it's like, oh, I can't believe this. Exactly. Right. But now, now you got Tom Selleck talking about these things. Well, they're Protections, and legal a, protections. Now. Well, a man with a glorious mustache like that will not lead you wrong. No. So, uh, so reverse. Mor- <laughs> Said the man who's wearing a goatee right now. <laughs> yeah. So reverse mortgages—they're good for some people. They're not good for other people. They're—they have uh, laws changed recently that made them much better for most people than they used to be. They're not nearly as predatory. But if you are in a position where you have a lot of equity in your home, where uh, you plan on being in your home until the very end, where your home is age friendly and it would allow you to stay in your home until the very end, then a reverse mortgage might be something that you'd want to look into because basically what they do is they give you, it's like a pool of credit. And you can draw from it as you need. And so this can, for some people, again, mm-hmm. be a very, very good thing. Uh, and it, for some people, it's not, right? It always just comes back to that magic legal word, it depends, right? Yeah. And so uh, these are the things that you'd have to sit down and talk to somebody about. I would assume also to uh, increase their income. They yep. can they can watch their budget. Yep. They, can, they can go back to work. Yep. They can try to reduce their expenses. Exactly. All of those Normal things, right? Sometimes, sometimes you see people being greeters at Walmart for a reason, right? Yeah. Because at that point, then they have to make a few extra dollars just to make ends meet. If, Sometimes um, that happens. If you want to talk to Phil about how to uh, increase your income yeah, uh, get in that retirement, plan in place. you can uh, call him 360-746-7169. You can also email Phil radio at safeharborlegal.com. And uh, you want to uh, go over everything we've already gone over? Let's wrap it up. Okay, we'll do that next on KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. 
Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes, no being forced out of your home against your wishes, and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. I have two words for you. Wrap up. Oh, I love those words. Yep. Phil yeah. George, elder law attorney, counselor at law, the aging hour brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Uh-huh. This is, now it's, we always have good pearls sure. of wisdom. Yeah. And I always make fun of the fact yeah. that our final segment, sure. rather than coming up with something yeah. original, uh-huh. we just backtrack and do everything <laughs> we've already done. <laughs> Uh, on the show. But well, yeah. yeah, think about what it. What if people some, didn't hear the first part? Yeah, they, people they come in a, late and they want to make refresher. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right? We had uh, a, lot of good, a, lot yeah. of, uh, a lot of good emails today. There was a, yeah. a single person yeah. that uh, sent us an email said, hey, I'm single, got no kids. Right. Should what I do be I do? planning? Should what I, I, should, be what planning? should I be doing? Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it, it turns out that it is harder for single folks to plan because you don't have a spouse and you don't have kids that can act as your agents. And so who are you going to name as those people that are going to act on your behalf and you right. can no longer act for yourself. And and what does that look like? And what are the differences between who you might need for a financial person? And so for a financial person, somebody who can make financial decisions for you, you obviously want somebody you can trust, but you're going to want somebody who's who can actually, you know, get in and crunch the numbers. And mm-hmm. so maybe a professional might be a good idea for that. 
Conversely, what do you do if there's a healthcare issue? And so finding those healthcare people that are going to come in, somebody you can create a relationship mm-hmm. with, because those are the people that are, if the financial people, if they're just crunching numbers and paying your bills and things like that, the healthcare people, those are the people who would be making sure that your feet are warm enough at night, that, yeah. you know, that the, that the, if you're going to a retirement community, that they're treating you well and all those types of things. Mm-hmm. And so getting the right people is incredibly important. That's why you have to start earlier if you're a single person, because you have to go out and find those folks and create those relationships. And I have a lot of different folks that I, I've worked with in the past, and we do some of the the, mm-hmm. the professional fiduciary work for finances and things like that. But these the planning is incredibly important for a single person, because again, if, if something happens to you, you don't have a safety net of a spouse or a kids to kind of fall back on. Mm-hmm. It's just the it's just the pavement and and getting this planning done and getting it done early is in your best interest. Speaking of uh, falling back uh, on your kids, we yeah. had an email about uh, should yeah. I live with yeah. my children? And this was a gal. She was uh, she sounded like she was pretty happy living. 70s. On right? Exactly. Yeah. And and re- very independent. Sounds like. She was a little afraid she was going to become a full-time nanny for her kids, uh, for her grandkids. Mm -hmm. But there are, there are ways to be incredibly successful with this and there are ways not to be. First of all, you just have to make sure it's a good idea. So is this, um, you know, do you have a good relationship with your kid? And probably more importantly, do you have a good relationship with your kid's spouse, right? You don't want to sell your home, move in with your kid. And now all of a sudden you can't stand their spouse or, you know, the old grudges are kind of coming bubbling back to the surface because nothing is going to bring old grudges back to the surface like living with somebody. Yeah. So having a decent relationship with somebody, making sure you can get along and then making sure that the housing situation is appropriate. You don't want to move in with your kid or with your kid and their spouse and their children if it's a two-bedroom place or a three-bedroom place. You're going to want to make sure that there's enough room for people to spread out, that there's mm-hmm. two separate living situations where you have either a, a granny flat or you have a, uh, let's say, a daylight basement with a kitchen and a bedroom or something like that, something mm-hmm. where you can get away from them and some place where they can get away from you. So yeah. that's how you're going to be successful there. And we talked about this, too. This is incredibly important. Make sure you're writing down the expectations and that everybody's on the same page. So get your kids involved, all of them. Uh, Get especially the spouse involved of the kid that you're going to be living with. Write down the expectations. Everybody signs off on it. That way later on, if you get upset because your your kid's not picking up after himself in the kitchen, you Mm -hmm. can bring out this uh, contract everybody signed. You can say, look here, jerk. Yeah. Clean up after yourself. We all agreed to it. Yeah. Yeah. Be uh, successful. We, we also had uh, an email about a, um, I assume, uh, assume it was a gentleman yeah. uh, who was 62, yeah. wants to retire at 65, but he hasn't right. really made uh, any plans right. and want to know if it's uh, too late. And yeah. obviously not too late to not start. Not too late at all. Not mm-hmm. too late at all. I would say to this gentleman that I would the vast majority of Americans haven't done much planning by the time that they're 60 to 62. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so starting planning is incredibly important. The first thing you should be doing would be sitting down with a really good uh, certified financial planner and saying, okay, given how much I have in income, given how much uh, or given how much my savings are and what my, my investments are, uh, what are my income needs every month going to be in retirement and what does that look like? And then once you have that target number, then you can sit back and say, okay, this is where I need to get. And if you find yourself a couple hundred bucks a month short, one of the best ways to make sure that you can bridge that gap is to hold off on getting your Social Security. Mm-hmm. Wait until you're 70. Get that extra two, three, four hundred bucks, whatever it is, a month so you can bridge that gap. 
There are other ways too. If you have equity in your home and you want to stay in your home forever and your home is age friendly, then maybe a reverse mortgage is good for you. And if neither of those are going to work, then you know maybe you're just going to have to work a little bit longer to make mm-hmm. ends meet. Um, create a budget, cut down on your expenses and that kind of thing. There are ways you can spread this thing out. It's not easy. But it's important to start, right? Mm -hmm. It's important to get started because if you don't, it just doesn't get any easier. It just gets more difficult. I know that uh, topics like this come up all the time when you um, either do seminars or uh, maybe you've got some local groups uh, to uh, talk to. And they're always contacting you. And and what I love about it is uh, when they get a hold of you and say, hey, could you come out and speak to our group? You can tailor make your uh, address to them. You say, hey, what do you want me to talk about? Absolutely. And uh, and go from there. And, And I think that this is a really good thing to do for groups because a lot of people they just don't know what they can accomplish with estate planning they don't know what they can protect themselves from and they're not really sure what their goals should be mm-hmm. and so when i go and talk to these groups whether it's a you know churches or or unions or or housing associations or 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 fraternal orders or or anything like mm-hmm. that um what we're talking about is is you know how do you how do you set yourself up for success in retirement how do you make sure that you didn't put all this hard work into your life and now you hit retirement and all of a sudden things go right off the rails and you can absolutely set you and your you and your family up for retirement Mm -hmm. you just have to think about planning a little bit differently and so that's what we go and we talk to people about all the time and so if you are in a group or you you head up a group and you'd like us to come out and talk to you uh you can reach us at radio at safeharborlegal.com uh, you can call us at 360-746-7169, or you can go to my website, www.safeharborlegal.com. Scroll down just a little bit, and you can see where you can sign up for us to uh, at least uh, start a conversation mm-hmm. about coming out and talking to your group. So yeah. it'd be a good way to do it. Uh, and Phil, when he does these things, he's always in a better mood if there's snacks. <laughs> oh, man, uh, I tell you what, that makes me so happy. Uh, homemade snacks. Exactly. Yeah. Those are the best kind of snacks. Um, you, uh, you always uh, beat me over the head with this, yeah. uh, which I... I think is uh, is a good thing and very sure. true about how seventy percent of the estate plans exactly right. <laughs> Exactly. They, they do. Yeah. They fail when families need them the most. And so, you know, this is and it's it, it's entirely unnecessary. Uh, if you plan correctly, you can avoid long term care costs. You can mitigate estate taxes. You can you can make sure you don't get carted off to a nursing home. And and maybe most importantly, you can make sure that you don't become a burden on your spouse or a burden on your kids or a burden on anybody else. You can you can make sure that you're successful in retirement. Mm-hmm. So this is just one of those things. And, you know, I really want to thank everybody out there. Uh, don't forget to join us every Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. here at one o'clock. You don't have to set your family up for failure in your retirement. We can show you how to set your family up for success. Hey, how about we uh, do it again next week? Let's do it. Phil George, uh, the Aging Hour, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions right here on KGMI.